Welcome back to another Smack Talk Live in transit. Transit is Tony Colombo. I'm Dennis Farrell. Yeah, trying to trying to wrap this up as uh, as the year comes to an end. We are not so much going to focus on Raw this week, but more SmackDown. Tony Colombo and I, we both have have to talk about SmackDown this week for different reasons, I think. And Tony, what's going on? Hey, what's going on, Dennis? Yeah, thanks. Uh, we've got a little bit of a time constraint today as we are in travels, but it's important, at least to me, and uh, I think it is to you also, it's important that we get these in on a weekly basis, and I don't want ever there to be a time, now this is a fairly new podcast, and I don't want there to ever be a time where we go a week without discussing what's the, the world of the WWE. So we're not under ideal circumstances this week, but it's important that we talk about this. And I think, just to get us started, I think this week is a perfect way to explain WWE's year, particularly since the brand split. And I think it is a perfect example of where they are as a company and where they are with their two main brands in SmackDown and Raw. Raw this week, I thought, was... I I hate to keep on coming on here and just ragging on Raw, but it's just... SmackDown is so much better than Raw right now, and this week is a perfect example. If you ever were looking for the reasons why... I like Raw, or I like SmackDown so much more than I like Raw. This was a perfect, this week is the perfect example of why. What What about this week stood out to you, and what about SmackDown did you particularly like? Here's the thing, Tony. Week in and week out, I've, I've stood up for Raw. And just as you swayed me over to the SmackDown side, I had issues with SmackDown this week. It, it. This might have been one of the worst SmackDown shows of the year for me. Yeah, I'm. Yes, this might have been one of the worst SmackDown shows of the year. I, I. Okay, you got to tell me why. Give for, me your biggest reasons why. First of all, how about all the botches that were in the matches throughout the whole episode of SmackDown? I just. It was horrible from the tag team to the Alexa Bliss. It was all just bad. Maybe it was the end of the year and they were just trying to, you know, mill it in and go home. But, boy, it was bad. Then uh, the, the tag team titles, really? You're going to strip the Wyatts of the tag team titles this early and what could have been an I epic? Did, I didn't like that decision. I agree with you there. I did not like the decision to take the tag titles off. Of the Wyatts. So then, yeah, I'm with you on that one. Then, what, that James Ellsworth in this Car- Carmella thing? Come on. Do we really need to see another Beauty and the Beast scenario where ultimately she turns on him and laughs at him and then somebody comes running down to stick up for him scenario? I'm... Tony, okay. that's horrible. All right, let me... Let me answer. Let me answer these one by one, and if you've got more, I'll 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 answer those. I have more. Go. All right. So, I agree with you on the tag titles. I did not like them taking the tag titles off of uh, the Wyatts. One because the Wyatts are over, and they could. That storyline's got so much more left in it. I hope they're not jumping to the end where we're already to the point where they're going to break them up because talk about rushing them 
uh, rushing through a program and leaving money on the table, that would be just terrible. Two, I think you could have saved American Alpha's moments in the sun for a bigger deal. I know you want people to be compelled to watch SmackDown, and I know you want the feeling of anything can happen and title and big moments can happen on SmackDown. You can make it a can't-miss show. But for that type of thing, American Alpha has all this promise and people are just we're waiting for their, their chance to finally get their first reign. And for it to just sort of happen suddenly with no real buildup, I just feel like there could have been so much more there. I would have liked to see them. I would have liked to see the struggle. I would like to see the Wyatts use the Freebird rule and cheated them a few times and made it a struggle for them to reach the top of the mountain. It could have been so much better. I'm with you on James Ellsworth. But James Ellsworth is only on TV for 60 seconds. So if he's only going to be on TV for 60 seconds, I don't care what he's doing. On Raw, that segment would have been 20 minutes. And there were botches on SmackDown this week, but that's because there was wrestling on SmackDown this week. There were matches on two hours, three matches. Unbelievable. You're lucky if you get 10 minutes of wrestling in an hour of Raw. So I know you're not. I know that you're not uh, comparing the two. That you're not saying it was bad and therefore Raw was good. But I, the, the, those so far, your your issues. While I understand them, I I think that they pale in comparison to the issues that Raw has. I, I mean, just look at the first hour of Raw on Monday with that nobody gets in the ring for like 45 minutes, and then they rush through matches, entrances take longer than matches, talking segments and promos take forever. At least James Ellsworth and Carmella were only on the screen for a few seconds, and that we focused on good wrestling, that advanced storylines, that had creative things happen in the matches. I definitely didn't agree with the tag team match. But I didn't have too much of an issue with anything else on the show. Would, so would conti- you continue your prosecution? What did you think of the Cena segment? Because I was the the first one, the you know at, at the very beginning, the you know recognize in the new era yeah. and blah blah blah. What, what did you think of that? Because part of me was a little bit excited, but we've seen this before when John Cena leaves to go do a movie and he comes back, he's like, I miss you guys, blah. Yeah. And, yeah. And, it, it, it's starting to become... Well, I, I think it's that. I think it's partially that. I, you know, when The Rock came back last year and said, finally, The Rock is back home and that he was going to be around more. Undertaker just did it to us a few weeks ago, too. Said he was back, you know, oh, yeah. kicking ass and taking names, and he was back full-time, but we haven't seen it since. So I, I, don't, I, I don't believe necessarily that John Cena is back full-time. I do understand what he's doing. He's got. I think he's trying to put a bit of an edge on his character because I think that when ultimately him and the uh, him and the Ultimate Warrior, him and the Undertaker uh, meet at WrestleMania, Cena is going to be in the heel spot of that match. So I think he's got to develop a little bit of a cockiness and an, and an edge to it. It didn't bother me at all. I I like John Cena. I have never been a Cena sucks guy, so I, I think he's good for the business. I think he's a great athlete. I think he deserves to 
all of the accolades that he's that he's garnered over the year. So I, I could certainly nitpick the performance, but overall, I, I didn't I didn't really have any problems with it. Now, uh, here's my other problem with the show, and it's something I've said many times to you on and off the mic. Dolph Ziggler needs to stop being pushed. It's he just stop. Accept your role as a mid-carder or a intercontinental, you know, chaser, but you're not a main eventer. To, to me, he's just not. Now, you throw him in there to push Baron Corbin, maybe, but to me, Baron Corbin doesn't have it either. I think SmackDown right. lacks maybe one more mega star to really push AJ Styles, John Cena, uh, you know, to, because it's going to become the same two guys, and then well, you know, next year you're going to see, you know, AJ Styles versus, you know, one of the American alphas for the championship. It's, they need more <laughs> star power, I feel like. I agree with that. I agree with that. But the, Dolph Ziggler's problem is he's too good for his own good. He's so good at selling. He's so good at putting guys over. He's so good at making a good match with almost anybody that I think the creative people lean on him too much to, to do that, to put people over. And they either need to get him, like I agree with you, they either need to get him out of the main event scene or they need to let him win some freaking matches. Because the Dolph Ziggler story, I agree, is old news. But, to your point, on SmackDown, you only have what you have. And they just don't have a very big roster, but that's not their fault. And I feel like they maximize they they maximize their time and their storylines on SmackDown so much, infinitely better than they than Raw does. That when I look at that and I see these situations that I do have issues with, it's not issues with the performers or the creatives. It's just issues with. God, if they can if they can do this with what they're working with. Imagine if they had more talent and they had more time um, to work with. How much better they could be. I I'll tell you that's, the one thing. I, I tell you the one thing they are doing right right now is with the Miz. Everything he's touching and yeah. doing is gold. And now you bring Renee Young into the whole mix. But and then it, it, to to me, this is shaping up to be. Amazing with Renee Young, The Miz. It's, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited to see where this goes, and hopefully, The Miz can keep that belt. When they flip flop, yes. When they flip flop, Ambrose and Ziggler, and they put Ambrose in in the against The Miz, and took Ziggler and put him against AJ Styles. I thought, what is the point of this? This is just, we're just going to get the exact same story time around and just took these two guys and flip-flopped them. But this addition of the Renee Young part of the storyline has put fresh air in that situation. And again, they handled it perfectly. They moved that story along without taking up 20 minutes of backstage promo time and without taking time out of the championship matches that they invested in that night. They had on Raw, Charlotte and Bailey wrestled for like five minutes. Mm-hmm. And and in those five minutes, they were each defeated. Like Charlotte was 
Bailey was able to put away Charlotte in five minutes, and the only reason that she didn't win was because of shenanigans with the referee. And then Charlotte's able to put away Bailey seconds later. That is not. But then you want me to believe that next week, if the, if if called for, Charlotte can go forty minutes, you know, without being beaten. It just doesn't. I, the continuity on Raw, the storytelling on Raw, is so disappointing. And I guess I'm just way more willing to give SmackDown the benefit of the doubt and look past some of their issues because at least I can see that they're trying and they're doing things the right way, Now, in my opinion. Now, for me, in my opinion, the only way they really can, can really push this AJ Styles title run and make the main event card look good is you've already wrecked the Wyatt family's tag team title chances. Bring Bray, bring uh, Randy Orton up to the main event scene now. And they don't have to be the Wyatt family together, but now you add two guys who are very well capable of carrying that strap or even carrying a match, and now you make the, the you know AJ holding that title a little more legitimate to me. Do you want the Wyatts to get the titles back? No. Here's I, what I'm afraid. It, it's happen. ruined for me now. I, I I understand that. I understand that. It's not. I, I wouldn't say it's ruined for me, but it's definitely tarnished. What I'm what I'm afraid and what I think they're going to do is they just wanted they just wanted to make American Alpha a tag team champion. They wanted to have that on American Alpha's resume to build that team up. My guess is they lose it right back to the Wyatts, and we just go right back on the storyline and the track that we were on, but we had this little American Alpha title reign in the middle of it. I kind of hope that doesn't happen, but I also kind of hope that it does happen because I feel like there's still so much more to do with the Wyatts as a tag team. I don't think that they plan on keeping the Wyatt family together and moving one of them into a into a single main event scene, as what you were just talking about. I understand that that could be good, but I just don't think that that's what they're going to do. I think that once the tag team is over, this this group is over. I think they go from tag team to fighting each other. Which I, is unfortunate and I don't I'm not ready for them to split them up yet. So if to keep them together they have to put the titles back on them, then so be it. But good God do I hate it when titles just flip flop back and forth. That's why I hated the the Sasha and Charlotte feud so much. You know what it's just a constant title change. I, I'll disagree with you because I think if you start having the Usos chase after the belt, which I think the Usos in their current incarnate of who they are are phenomenal. I love the edge that they have. I would love yeah, to see I this. Agree. I'd love to see the American Alphas and the Usos, you know, chase each other around for a while. But in the meantime, I think I would I would be okay if I didn't see the the Wyatt splitting up, but the Wyatt still had to battle each other for a championship opportunity. I think that might be kind of fun where you're still a group, but only one of you guys gets this opportunity. Fight for it. 
I like that. I just don't think they're going to do it. No, absolutely I think that not. Once I think once they're fighting, they are fighting as enemies. I don't think that. I think that once the team is, once the tag team is officially no more, it's the reason for that being is going to be they've turned on each other or whatever. I wonder. I just wonder in my conspiracy theory mind. I wonder if when they brought American Alpha up in you know the summer or whatever it was, that if it wasn't in a contract somewhere, that they would win tag team championships before the end of the calendar year. Because there's just no reason to do it the way that they did it. There's no good, compelling storyline reason to do it the way that they did it. There was no so build-up. I wonder if... Yeah, go ahead. There was no build-up. There was no chase. No! It, it seemed I, like the Steiner Brothers Jr. were just given the belt. And let's be honest, they were right. a complete rip-off of the Steiner Brothers. I would agree with that. I could, I could absolutely see that. And yeah. that's, and that's why I like them so much. <laughs> Who's that gonna lie? Yeah. Overall, yeah. no, they're good. They're a great team. They've got a great future, and they're compelling to watch. And uh, I want them to be tag team champions. I just don't want them to win it this way. This was, you know, there could have been an all-time great storyline of how they finally over got over the mountain and won the tag team titles. This was just a thrown together, you know, four-way elimination match on a SmackDown with no buildup, with no feud. Alpha's not feuding with the Wyatts. And they just, they, you know, just sort of win out of nowhere. Well, I don't, I don't understand it. That's why, that's why, like I said, it almost feels like they, like, Somebody realized in a contract somewhere that, oh, crap, we have to give them the titles before the end of the year, so they better. And then, and then, I'll, I, my, I will, my conspiracy, and by the way, I'm literally the only person that I know that has ever said this. So I don't, this is not something I've read or that's out there or anything like that, at least not to my knowledge. But it just feels that way. And if they go, if they drop the titles immediately right back to the Wyatts, I'm going to, Think it even more. Well, and and if we get right back on the tag team, just right back on the same storyline as we were before, we had this two week hiccup of American Alpha having a title. Then I'm definitely gonna bully. Definitely gonna think there was something like that going on. Well, I'm glad that you took a couple seconds out of your busy day to sit down and record something with us real quick. It was uh... yeah. Well, let me ask you this: okay. as we wrap this one up, and as we wrap up this this last week of the WWE's calendar of, of 2016 and this week's Raw and SmackDown. Let's each do this. You go first. From brand split till today, what is your 2016 grade, letter grade, of Raw and SmackDown? And we did this not long ago, but things maybe, you know, we did this, I think, a month or so ago. We, we graded the two shows but now this is an overall year in review grade of the two brands. Where, where do you put it? I'm going to say a B minus, but with a few small tweaks, I fully believe that this could turn into a A plus brand. I mean, to me, it's the little things. If you could put 
the now which one? Which one? Raw or SmackDown? Both. I think they both right now are oh, are, are okay. good. Overall, I think they're good. I'd love to see the Bullet Club or the club get together and dominate one brand so we can almost kind of get a NWOS storyline where they wreak havoc and they're not just jokes and maybe even bounce from brand to brand. Or maybe you see like two different Bullet Clubs, but they're, you know, I want to see something like that going into the next year. Uh, but ultimately, I think they're both on the right track. I think you need to get SmackDown a little bit more talent depth. Uh, I think Raw just needs to find its 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 level. I think right now Raw is a little bit lost, but Raw has the talent and it has the basis of some good storylines. If they could get out of their own way and move them forward, how about you? I give Raw a D and SmackDown a B. Okay, so we're on the same page then. Yeah, as far as well, as far as, as SmackDown is, uh, Raw is uh, but. D as in dog, like it's a dog. Oh, D. Show. D, yeah. D as in dog. Okay. Yeah. Well. D as in don't want to watch anymore. Wow. <laughs> it, it, it can be so much better. They have the talent. There's no doubt about that. I just there's I have so many creative issues with Raw that we that I've talked about before. So you can listen to past episodes, and I'm sure we'll get uh, much more into as we go forward. But it is uh, it is very cool that we have decided to go ahead with this podcast. You and I are the only two that listen to it, which is the more fun thing about it. Yeah, and, I don't care. <laughs> and, uh, but, yeah, I'm looking forward to continuing to be able to talk about wrestling and do our countdown lists and just have an outlet to give our opinions on the WWE product because it's something that is a that I watch on on a regular basis, and so having an excuse to talk about it on a regular basis now is just fantastic. Uh, before we go, I want to remind people you can hear every episode of Smack Talk Live on our website, 971talk.com slash Columbo. That's the radio station's website that I work for in St. Louis. Uh, my page there has every episode, 971talk dot com slash Columbo and you can follow me on Twitter at Tony Columbo 971 and Dennis you can tell them uh, some other places that they can find the podcast if they've just stumbled us upon us somewhere and also how to follow you <laughs> uh, you can find us on Stitcher and iTunes also if you listen to podcasts on the go just look for uh, Smack Talk Live you can search Tony Colombo you can even search Dennis Farrell and uh, it'll pop up rate, subscribe, download, leave a comment and tell your friends about it it's not like fantasy football where you want to keep everything a secret because that's where you get it from but you know, tell your friends about us if you're a wrestling fan and you listen we appreciate it, it we we appreciate you guys downloading and listening to begin with. As you said, Ed, Tony, as you said, you know, we're still new. Uh, we would do this whether one or 1,000 people listen, but we're really quite grateful for those who are listening. Absolutely. Thank you to anybody who spends time listening to us. And please, if you do, like Dennis said, tweet us. Leave messages on the Facebook page. Let us know what you think. Let us know your opinions let us know if, if you want us to talk about something in particular and uh you know we will try to include everybody's thoughts and opinions and um you know hopefully talk about the things that you want to hear about it's been a lot of fun to get this thing started and i'm 
looking forward to the new year and, you know, growing this or just, you know, keep on doing it and, and having fun talking wrestling with you, Dennis. Ah, thank you, Tony. Until next time, it's Smack Talk Live. We'll talk to you guys later.